Hi, welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. Last week, we looked at gratefulness as the foundation of happiness. Hopefully, you took a few moments each day to think about the goodness in your life and even expressed your gratefulness to those who make a positive difference. I encourage you to continue and make this a daily practice. I'd love to hear how things went for you and any positive effects it had for you and those receiving your thanks. So, if you'd like to share, please comment on our Living Authentically After 55 Facebook group page or private message me. If you're not a member yet, just click the Join Group button. Now, let's get to this week's motivation for momentum. Today, I'd like to share about another attribute that creates happiness and that's kindness. Compared to when we were growing up, society today appears to have lost the art of kindness. I have an acquaintance that's always telling me that I just don't get it. He says the world's different now. People are selfish, dishonest, and no one cares about doing good. And like many others, he uses this observation as an excuse not to give his best. Unfortunately, for the most part, he's right but that fact shouldn't be used as an excuse for poor behavior, lack of character, or lack of showing love and kindness. Too often the excuse, I have the right to, has depleted acts of kindness and been used to point out everyone's flaws and mistakes and tear others down. Yes, we have the right to freedom of speech, but with every right comes a responsibility. If what someone says is unnecessarily hurtful and tearing someone down, that's not exercising that right responsibly. Unfortunately, most of the young people today don't really understand and haven't had the experience of the type of kindness that we had growing up, and responsible citizenship is rarely even taught in schools anymore. The good news is, This gives us a great opportunity to lead by example instead of accepting this negativity as the norm. I'll talk more about that in our action steps for the week. I grew up in a very small farming community and remember how we'd wave to people when we were out and about. Saying please and thank you were the norm, not the exception. And smiling and saying hi even to strangers were second nature. If someone needed help, They let the need be known, and people pitched in. And people didn't expect to get paid for every little thing they did. If they saw a need, they did what they could to meet it. There were still bad people, and bad things happened, but we didn't let those negative experiences overshadow being kind. Through various changes, we've lost common sense, and sadly, many actually think it's okay to not only have bad behavior, but expect others to accept it as normal. Our Declaration of Freedom and Rights have taken on a new meaning that leaves out civility. I recently saw a protest sign that said, No mother should have to fear for her son's life every time he robs a store. What? I was shocked. Whatever happened to no one should have to fear being robbed? This brings up another aspect that we face as we get older, and that's fear. There's so much negativity in people's actions, the media, movies, etc., that if you aren't careful, you'll begin to withdraw doing things you love because you're worried or fearful that something bad might happen. I'm not saying there aren't real dangers, 
because obviously there are. And I'm not saying to throw away caution, but we've seemingly thrown the baby out with the bathwater. This series is about living authentically and ultimately making a difference with your life for as long as you have breath. To live authentically, you have to give up excuses and fear, which in turn will help you become a positive influence. There's a positive and negative side to everything. Selfishness is the negative side to self-care. It's important to take care of yourself and your needs. It's not okay to be selfish, hurt, or disrespect others, or live with no accountability. I'm not so naive to think we can quickly turn things around, but I won't use that fact as a reason to not try. There are more senior citizens now than ever before. What better time to realize how much we have yet to give to this world than now? There's a reason why reruns of Andy Griffith, Leave it to Beaver, The Waltons, and other older series are still popular today. Just watching them makes us feel good. I recently read a number of articles that discussed the high rate of depression in the United States compared to other countries. In many of the articles, they brought up the fact that in the United States, we always talk about our personal space. Hey, you're in my space. Even standing in lines, we expect a certain distance from the next person. But other countries don't have that expectation. They stand close in lines, freely hug or kiss on the cheek when greeting or leaving, whether they just met you or are close friends and family, without it being taken in the wrong way, and in general, have a closer physical presence. The point being, this contact gives a sense of belonging and care that we don't experience here in the United States, and that contributes to depression, which also leads to withdrawal. That being said, acts of kindness are even more important to keep people connected. It used to be that households consisted of many generations, like the Waltons, and the elderly were respected and looked to for wisdom. That's rarely the case anymore, but that doesn't mean we should just accept that and seclude ourselves. Instead, we need to take action. Whether you're still working or already retired, there are so many ways to show others kindness. So here are this week's action steps. Don't underestimate the power of small, genuine acts of kindness. Make a conscious effort this week to smile at people as you pass them and even say hi. Wave to people as you drive by them, whether you know them or not. Pay compliments to those you encounter and notice their reactions. Yes, some people may think it's strange, but more likely you'll get a smile, wave, or a compliment in return. These positive reactions will make you feel better and happier. Even if you don't get a response, you'll still feel happier because you're doing something positive. And just because someone doesn't react doesn't mean it didn't make an impression. In almost every situation, you can find something good to positively point out. If you can't find something positive, then either quietly and respectfully discuss the situation, or if it's not that important, just say nothing at all. Here are a few more ideas. Write a simple note or send a card of encouragement to someone you know that's having a difficult time. You can even do it anonymously. If you don't know your neighbors, introduce yourself or give them a small gift such as a plant, basket of fruit, 
or even a Starbucks card and invite them to have coffee with you. If you find yourself struggling with fear, network with others and do things in groups. If you don't have a group of friends that are available to do things, here's another opportunity to start a meetup group. You can shop together, do movies or dine together, go dancing, play cards, or even hold activities for younger people to attend so they can experience and duplicate acts of kindness. I do want to reiterate, though, be smart and trust your intuition because we are living in a much different time than when we were young. If you don't feel safe doing something, don't do it. But don't let fear stop you completely. Also, don't just be kind to those you know. My experience has been that showing kindness to a stranger is often more rewarding. We expect our close friends and family to be good to us, but when a stranger does something kind, it just seems to mean more. And now, I'd like to give you your first opportunity to show kindness. If you're finding these episodes helpful and encouraging, please take a moment to write a review. It will encourage me and also make the podcast more visible for others to find and join in. You can also send your comments or suggestions for something you'd like to see added to livingauthenticallyafter55 at gmail.com. This week, I hope you not only do acts of kindness, but are also the recipient of kindness. Have a wonderful week. 